Hello and welcome to the Team Scout Podcast from Enroll. And for those of you who don't know what Team Scout is, a recruitment training business um, co-founded by myself, Ed Khan, and Laura Hopes. Each week, we're going to be giving you 10-minute snippets into our world of recruitment, tips and tricks to help you on your journey as an agency recruiter, and hopefully some laughs along the way too. Hope you guys enjoy. Okay, welcome to this week's episode. (laughs) Business planning. So we thought it's coming up to... Weirdly, coming up to the end of the year, and whilst you might not be thinking about business planning for next year yet, this podcast episode is one that you can just click as a favourite and wheel out in January, just some ideas around how to set your year up in a way that is motivating. I would almost say not even wheel it around in January, do the planning and prep now so that you come back in in January not panicked and not having to start from scratch feeling yeah. crap about your desk and unsure of which direction it's going to take or how you're going to get the outcomes that you need. Yeah, especially um, I think any of our temp contract recruiters, January is always just such a shitter of a month, isn't it? Mm. Like your desk bottoms out. And especially if like you're in your first year of recruitment, like you'll have just got your contractors or your temps up to a certain amount mm. and then they'll all take leave in December and January and then you'll be like, shit, my desk is yeah. halved. And then you're like, oh my God, okay, how am I going to get this going again? Your book business plans are such a funny one because they are associated with, I think, irrelevancy in my opinion. And mm. the previous businesses where I've been told to do a business plan, it's like, do a SWOT analysis, do this, do this. None of it actually is practical. Well, very few parts of the business plan, in my experience, have been practical. Therefore, I didn't see it as valuable. Therefore, I didn't actually track along a business plan previously. Whereas I think a practical business plan, super, super valuable. And actually, if you don't do it, how do you know where you're going? And to do, I think the first thing and why I would suggest doing it this year is assess what's gone on. Because if you don't assess what's gone on, you don't know what you need to be doing moving forward to get the goals that you want. So I think it's been such a crazy year, hasn't it? That it's even just a chance for some reflection. Mm. (laughs) It's nice, like, because we've all been like running this crazy, like on a hamster wheel for like this year and like, just like make the most out of it, make the most out of it, make the most out of it. And then like there were the whispers about the market suffering, softening. So it's like make the most of it mm. where it's actually just being able to go, okay, what what really worked this year? What potentially didn't work? What, what do I want to focus on next year? I think it's a really nice um, mm. exercise to do. So maybe even this year it's like that reflection piece with the viewer that will start to feed some ideas of mm. of next year. And I think. One of the things, and we were talking about this in our our membership training last week, one of the things that I think is really important for every recruiter when kind of going into business planning mode, because you're right, so many business plans are just ineffective, like they're just to put on a piece of paper for the sake of it, I think is really thinking about what intrinsically motivates you because your business plan is going to be full of kind of financial goals and goals that will be on a piece of paper but I also Mm. think having goals in your business plan that will personally fulfill you 
and intrinsically, internally motivate you, you know, being able to link the external stuff, Mm. like I want to build X amount to that will mean I get to do this, Mm. I think is really important because I think not doing that is what makes sometimes it feel a little bit futile. Yeah, that's so true. That whole gearing your goals up to those motivators is so important. Yeah. Um, so practically, what yeah. would be our suggestions? I think my first one would be, and you've touched on it just now, Laura, is the reflection piece so critical, not only working out what your average fee values are, where you've made your money, how you've got those clients on, but actually looking at the market as a whole and realising that this market will not be the same as next year. So just being a little bit mindful with that reflection piece of exactly what's gone on. Those, I think, the most important things within that sort of reflection piece from a practical point of view are those average fee values, fill rates, because you need to know how much work you need to get on to get X amount. So that would be one of the most critical parts for me. Definitely. So I would go saying average fee value, fill rate. I would look at each quarter and look at what was your busiest quarter and what why why you think that was just to see because all of us have like a cadence or a rhythm to our year and every industry is different so just having a look at where most of your success was and if there are any patterns as well within the three months within each of your quarters in terms of how you operate I would review your top accounts Mm -hmm. I would look at what you're doing to what you have done or can do before the end of the year to nurture them and to forecast with them and we'll probably do another whole episode to be honest service reviews but I would do I would think about catching up with your existing accounts and looking like what does what's the trajectory Mm. for next year for them and I would also write down your key learnings like Mm. what what did this year bring me like what 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 was I grateful for but what were the main things I learned and just kind of have it as a bit of like a okay that was Mm. kind of like my end of year review Yeah. And then from there, it's about planning for future. So once you've done your account reviews, you have worked out exactly what has gone on on your desk in your industries and your sectors, then start future planning. So at this stage, hopefully you have some indication as to what your current client base is likely to bring in, certainly for the first three to six months, Mm -hmm. and then work backwards. What do you want to achieve? If it's turned repair quarter, great. Based on your average fee values, your fill rates, what does that mean in terms of jobs on? Cool. How many jobs on do we think we're going to have from our existing clients? Cool. There's a gap of six. Now go external to prospects. What are we doing to nurture these prospects? What touch points have they had? What touch points do they need? At what stages do they need those touch points? Do we need to provide some value adds to them throughout those touch points? Cool. How much time is that going to take? When are they going to be released? And really mapping out intelligently those, because we all know it will be on average seven touch points before you convert a client. So if you've got 200 prospects, great. What funnel are you taking them through? And at what stages are they likely to convert? Yeah. That, to me, ultimately would be a, a forward business. Pretty good, plan. yeah. And I think um, what I would also include in there is uh, like your top 10 businesses if you've been on your desk a while, you should be able to identify that, that, like the top 10 businesses that you ideally want to win next year. Like you're going to have your full prospect list, but I would start, and don't have that as a wish list of like, I want to win this client because they're sexy. Yeah. Like 
like genuine love that you do that little whingy voice the years of chasing down asos when i was in london like oh, get over God. it they're not interested yeah. um you're not going to get free clothes um but yeah like having a bit of like a you know a really targeted like by the end of this year i wonder if when one five out of ten of these clients because I know that they would add a huge amount of value to my desk. And I would also think about what billing that amount, like that overarching amount will bring you personally, because that's going to be that key motivators or drivers that will take you through the year. So yes, okay, I want to bill 700k next year, for example, that is going to mean that I can save X amount to my house deposit, that I get to go on this amazing trekking holiday in South America that I get to buy my dream car whatever it is mm. it might just be I get to share the money with my family whatever it is but I think mm. it's having that at the forefront of like this is the reason why I'm going to go into next year and and mm. push to that because without those linkages yeah. it doesn't mean anything. the hard times are hard it just doesn't mean and anything they're, they're, yeah you're not propelled to go forward because it doesn't yeah you're right you know the other thing, which is sounds like a plug, but isn't <laughs> because oh, yeah. we're a trading yeah, provider. Yeah. <laughs> but you should, because every single good recruiter that I know has got a level of self awareness about them in terms of I've done reflection. This was great. This wasn't good because I wasn't able to do this well enough. Therefore, I need some development on this, mm-hmm. and they go away and actually source that development. Yeah. I would um, definitely recommend having one development goal. Hmm. In my business plan every year, I always have, this is one professional course that I want to do. And this is one, something personal that I want to invest in. And I think hmm. that's so important and hmm. so healthy because you don't want to not stop developing. What are you not great at, Laura? Huh? What are you not great at? What are you working on this? Oh <laughs> I can't use Zoom. My background. (laughs) Like maybe next year, whilst little ones here, I should be doing some kind of (laughs) design Canva course. Course. (laughs) Something. Just someone come and give me a new computer. I'll just buy a new computer. That's that's my L and D goal for next year. (laughs) Upgrade your systems. All righty. I reckon we've got that through in 10 minutes. But yeah, recap, look back at what's happened. Be yeah. truthful with yourself. Don't expect the same rain from this year to happen next year. So be prepared for a shift if it comes. Forward plan intelligently. Set yourself some goals. Understand your motivators. And you are good to go, my friends. Yeah, set an L&D goal. What more could you want? And I think, you know, this is what this is kind of my only point on business planning if you're currently working in a business and you're like, oh, I just don't really need to do that, I would be thinking about your desk as a business. And mm. you would never, ever go into a new year of a business without having a plan. Mm. You know, you have to constantly plan. And as recruiters, you are running a business. You are responsible for the full framework of a business model. So, you know, having having an outline of what that looks like for you personally is really, really important, I think. You know, when we release this episode, we will physically, you and I, be together doing oh, our business plan for next year. That's true. Mm, yeah, what half my business plan is. 
Trinity leave. Trinity leave. <laughs> That's your goals for next year. Keep a human alive. Yeah, it's everything a else one. is a bonus. <laughs> All right, guys. See you next week. Yeah.